Hello, this is Andrew Frazier, business pro at Small Business Like a Pro, and I'm excited to be here today on the show, Making the Right Moves for Entrepreneurs and Small Business Owners. Today's topic is changing your perspective, because many times for business owners and entrepreneurs, you get stuck in a certain place, and the only way you can move beyond it is changing your perspective. In my book, Running Your Small Business Like a Pro, one of the key themes that I talk about is your business can go no further than you're prepared to take it. So as a result, you have to continually evolve, develop yourself, because if you become stagnant, your business becomes stagnant. So today, we're gonna to talk a little bit about how someone was able to change their perspective and the type of great impact it had on them. I have a special guest, Miani Lawson. She's the founder and executive director of Bergen Lafayette Montessori School. And we had the opportunity to work together around four years ago, talked about some of her, her challenges. So let me introduce Miani. How are you doing, Miani? I'm great. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come sit with me and share some of your experience and wisdom based on being in business for multiple years, growing the business from your home to a space, and then growing it beyond that. And I think you're up to, you got up to like around 10 employees. So going from one person to 10. I'm gonna let you just say real quick a little bit about what your business, what it's about, and, and, and we'll go from there. Okay, um, Bergen Lafayette Montessori School is a Montessori school for children. Uh, currently, we serve toddlers through third grade. Uh, we are going to be adding an infant classroom in a few weeks, so we'll, we will be serving children from six months to nine years old. But when we first met, I remember that one of the big challenges you had was a cash flow challenge. Coming into the business, looking at it as from a perspective of I was a teacher and I was a mother and I opened a business um, and I didn't really have like a business sense uh, 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 in terms of things that you needed to, to run a business. Okay. And I sort of remember in the beginning, the first thing we did was analyzed and assessed where you are. And the way we did that was by looking at your financials. And you know, that wasn't really something that you had spent a lot of time doing before. How did that help you? Um, well, I, I wouldn't even necessarily say I didn't spend a lot of time looking at my financials. I just didn't know what to do. So I had lots of spreadsheets that I showed you and I, you know, I was doing all kinds of things in Excel and you were showing me that my spreadsheets were very cumbersome and, you know, not giving me necessarily the data that I needed to be able to um, move the move the business forward. And I wasn't even referring to my school as a business. I was referring to it as a school and I wasn't referring to my students as clients. I was, you know, I had a real problem with that, with thinking of a school as a business. And one of the things that you helped to point out to me was that if I don't start thinking of my school as a business, I won't have a school. So I started to try to change the mindset from, um, you know, from thinking of it, from thinking that of, of my mindset from thinking of a school as a business as a bad thing to thinking of that as the way to keep the school actually open so I could serve the children that I wanted to help. Recall correctly, you know, we were kind of battling for the first few sessions uh, and I had to beat you up because <laughs> look at the financials and I would say, okay, do you really need this? What is this? Do you need that person? Could you do it this way? 
And you know, you wanted to stick with everything you wanted to do because those things are what you felt made your school a great school. Like you said, you can't be a great school if you're not open. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we had to reach a compromise. And part of reaching that compromise was you changing your perspective. You know, I think that coming in as an educator, you want to have everything the best, the newest, um, and you're not looking at the cost of things. Mm -hmm. Whereas as a business person, the first thing you look at is the cost of things. Mm -hmm. And if you're not being the business person of your business, who's being the business person of your business? So as a result, your business was running you instead of you running it. Mm -hmm. um, is that sort of how you felt at the time? Well, definitely, because I didn't want to compromise the quality. I feel like, you know, I, I didn't open a school for to run a bad school. <laughs> you know, I wanted to ensure that there was still a, a high-quality program, but I did understand that we needed to do some things about our overhead costs and to make everything more manageable so that the school could stay open. Um, so once, uh, once I did come to that realization, after we had, like, a couple of sessions, then that was how um, I began to, you know, just change my perspective on what what we really needed in the school. So some of the some of the activities and things and that we had, and some of the supplemental things that we had in the school that were nice to haves but not need to haves, you know, must haves. We went ahead and and said, well, we just don't have the we don't have the operating budget to be able to to do these things. great example of that was, you know, you had all these activities for the kids and you were bringing people in. So you're bringing in a taekwondo um, instructor. You were bringing in gym. tennis and gym tennis. Mm -hmm. and you're paying outside companies to come and do that. Mm -hmm. um, and you ended up being able to actually have your staff do many of the activities, but then you weren't paying your staff and another business at the same time mm -hmm. to be there. Exactly. And, and yeah. You don't even miss that. No, I mean um, they do. They do great. They do a great job too, because that was the whole thing. I didn't want to take out things, and then it would just be, you know, low quality. But the staff does all of the enrichment activities now, and it's great. You know, kids. One of the kids um, in the sewing class that we have, she learned how to sew so well. She's opened a business of her own. She's nine oh. years old, and <laughs> she she has a business knitting uh, pet supplies and and pe and accessories for people and pets. So, you know, it doesn't like, get better than that. And, you know, <laughs> as a small business owner, you have to be creative mm -hmm. and actually find a solution that was cheaper and better. Mm -hmm. Very possible if, if you're working on your business instead of working in it, looking at your numbers, looking at what's going on and saying, okay, how can we fix that? Mm -hmm. What can we do better? Why do we have to spend that much money? But as an educator, those aren't the way you generally are taught to think. You keep your spreadsheets, you know what's going on on a day-to-day basis with your business, and that's huge. So, you know, the first issue was the cash flow issue, you know, stop the bleeding. The second issue is you had to get recapitalized. You, you know, you needed additional funds to be able to move forward in the way you needed to. Mm -hmm. So we worked on figuring out your business plan and a model that can successfully make money, afford to pay back, the investor, and grow in the future and allow you to achieve the goals that you want. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Run Your Business Like a Pro podcast. 
Make sure to tune in next week when I continue talking with Miani about her experience securing additional funds and marketing the business more effectively. Yay! If you are looking to grow your revenue, increase your profit, or obtain financing for your business, I invite you to visit our website, www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. On the website, you have access to valuable resources, tools, and connections that will help you to grow. Again, that's www.smallbusinesslikeapro.com. Until next time, remember that the more you know, the faster you grow. Thank you.